Anyway, since we seem to be out of witnesses, I thought I'd drink a little. We're recording, so uh, happy Friday afternoon, Tyler. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? Happy Friday. Yeah, it's uh, sunny and windier than hell, Lethbridge, Alberta. It got windy? Uh, yeah, it's windy out. I didn't know that. You haven't been out of your hovel since you got to work this morning? No, I haven't been. See, I'm in my home, in the compound, as it were. Um, did go for lunch with uh, a couple of friends at a restaurant in public. Had to wash our hands with sanitizer. Have to sit distance from other people. But uh, shout out to Legends Pub and Grill. Great food. Didn't have any alcohol, but I am going to have some now. So before we get started, Grey Law Cocktail, the namesake. Our... Uh, event. Very good. You got a drink today? I hate to say it, I don't. I uh, I just was on a bunch of phone calls and quickly zoomed over here to, to get in this meeting and no no time. Didn't get a drink. Yeah, right. Well, I'll drink for both of us. Thank you. I'll have one later. <clears throat> Cheers. So, so what um, do you want to talk about today? So today I thought we would talk about a little uh, um, project that you put together. Sure. Um, so I'm led to understand, according to our Facebook website, that you are putting on a webinar on July 28th at 6 p.m. For two hours, you are going to provide advice and assistance on how to process your own divorce. Is that right? That's right, yeah. So I've been kind of working on this little project for a while. Uh, I find you know, and I think we've talked about this in, in our show before, man, it's hard to be self-represented and deal with this system, right? And, uh, you know, I come across lots of people who are self-represented on the other sides of files or is running into the courthouse or talking to them on the street or, you know, it, it happens, right? And so, I, and so I see these people are frustrated, they don't know what to do. And, um, and so a couple of years ago, I got involved with that National Self-Represented Litigants Project by doing some uh, limited scope retainers where people could retain me just to help them kind of do their own thing and help them get, get along uh, in the court system on their own. And that was really good. It worked out, I think, good. And you know what? I've still had some of those clients come back a few times and it's try, you know, they got to readjust child support or whatever. Uh, and so I help them draft their own documents or get them prepped for a court uh, hearing or whatever. Uh, and that and they've got this advantage that they can now navigate the system because they've got me telling them where to go and what to do. Um, and there's some other systems out there that are available, right? There's some help at the courthouse. There's resolution services. There's the family law people uh, at provincial court at the courthouse. Uh, we've got uh, you know legal aid, which is great. We've got Lethbridge legal guidance. But everybody uh, sort of has their boundaries and their limits, and, and there's kind of hard things to access for all these different places. And I thought, well, what if these people, what if people could go to one place to get what they need to move forward? And so I was kind of hoping that, that I can offer that. And so, yeah, I set up a set of, I think, five different seminars or webinars uh, that I'm going to host. And the first one is how to get your own divorce. And so really the substance of it is uh, I'm going to explain the law, you know, kind of here's generally 
what you face when you get a divorce uh, at this one in particular, and then go through the forms that you need to fill out, how to fill them out, what to do with them, who to serve, how to file, what to file, what the filing fees are, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, depending on what court you're going to be in, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so, yeah, so we're going to go through the forms, we're going to go through the law, and then I'm going to talk to everybody a little bit about these different dispute resolution uh, mechanisms that we have available to us, right? Because all these, the legislation and everything kind of gears towards, well, how do you get in front of a judge so a judge can help you make a decision? And it's not, it's just not a great way of going about things. Uh, there's a lot of ways that you can resolve disputes without having to go and uh, have that pressure of being in a court. Uh, so I'm going to go through all that with people. And, uh, and then lastly, I'm going to go through what other resources are available to you should you need them. And that'll be things like uh, lawyer referral services, uh, a list of lawyers uh, locally who are willing to do uh, limited scope work like I talked about there. Um, and then you yeah, have resolution services in the Court of Queen's Bench and the Family Law Help and Provincial Court, Lethbridge of the Guidance Legal Aid, stuff like that. And then of course, my other seminars. And so the seminars are gonna be uh, how to get your own divorce, uh, how to deal with child support, how to deal with spousal support, uh, how to deal with division of property. Oh, and of course, how to deal with parenting. All right, so, um, so I'm just gonna share a screen here. Uh, so if people wanna know, how do I, uh, how do I connect with this webinar? And it looks like you have this set up again, July 28th, 2020, 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, you can call or email to register at 403-328-6782 or email Kayla at kd at hdplaw.ca. And, uh, and you pay a registration fee. And uh, am I led to believe that you're going to be answering questions from people that have registered? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think almost half of the course is going to be you know, the law, the forms, how do we get through stuff. And then the other half is, um, let's do it. Let's go. Let's start drafting some forms. Uh, let's make sure that everybody can practically do what I've just explained. And so that'll kind of be the second half is let's practically get started and see what we can do to get going on that for everybody. And if people need to ask questions about how that's going to go, we'll answer questions along the way. And so the nature of the questions, the advice that I'm going to give is going to be general. I'm not going to give specific advice for each person, uh, but I'm going to cover things like, uh, you know, what are we going to do about uh, people who hide their income? Uh, you know, if we're going to deal with child or spousal support, you know, that's a common question. So that's one thing that would be on my hit list that we're going to make sure we cover. Uh, so all those kind of general questions that I get all the time, we're going to talk about. And right. any, anything so specific, if people want to talk about it, we can talk about it. So this isn't sort of a canned presentation where people just listen to you. There's going to be some engagement. So if people don't understand what you're talking about, or if they're in the midst of trying to run their own divorce through, you're going to be able to provide them some pointers or some assistance during this webinar. Exactly. Otherwise, I could just do a YouTube video and put it out there and tell people, hey, go look at this thing. Yeah, I think that engagement is, is really good for people if they're able to talk to me uh, about it. And you know what, there just isn't any of those resources I've talked about, it's really hard to find one where you can go talk to a divorce lawyer, or family law lawyer about what am I going to do one-on-one -on -one or in a group or whatever. So this is, so yeah, it's going to be a different kind of thing. 
So what you're saying, if I understand you, is recording a video, I don't know, about the law and sort of throwing that on YouTube, it's not particularly helpful. I think it's immensely helpful, for sure. <laughs> Different degree if you're going to start engaging with people about it uh, personally. So this is a little more personal. Yeah. It requires a specific time commitment for people to attend at a certain time as compared to, I don't know, say the straight law cocktail where people can listen in their car or watch at their leisure, different kind of a thing. Different kind of a thing. Exactly. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've been doing family law for about 34, 35 years. Um, I'm not sure I've ever seen somebody delivering legal assistance online through a webinar. Have you ever seen this? Did you see this idea somewhere else or is this sort of, your own creation as best you know. Uh, never seen anybody do this before. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I've never seen anybody do this. I think it's going to be cool. Uh, you know, I got lots of feedback from different friends uh, and, uh, you know, other, other uh, players, if you will, in the industry. And so, yeah, people, you know, people are concerned about these people, these self-represented litigants who can't figure out what to do or how to do it. And it creates frustration for the self-represented litigants. It creates frustration for the lawyers involved, the court clerks, the judges. It's hard on everybody. And so, so yeah, kind of talking to all these different players, I, I came up with this idea and I shouldn't take complete credit. I'm not even sure it was really my idea. Uh, it, was, it was these people's idea that they needed it. And uh, I thought it was a good idea. So. so you say you've had some feedback. Have you had any negative feedback has anyone said no this is a bad idea or this is problematic for some reason yeah i've had some lawyers uh kind of say and i you know generally i've had some lawyers kind of say just a few of them you know why give out our secrets or why you know why why would these people could be clients why help them to go and do their own thing why don't we want them to be clients and pay us money um and so that's the only i think close to negative feedback I've had. And my answer to that is, you know, we, you know, people have a right to be able to represent themselves and they have a right to be able to go through this. And they don't, there's not always that need to have to pay a lawyer. Um, although there's huge benefit to doing so, I won't take, take that away from anybody, uh, especially us, but, um, but that's the closest thing I've had. And I'm not too worried about losing clients. And I think if you're the lawyer who's worried about that, um, we should talk about that. That's interesting too. So if, if there's a lawyer watching that thinks that that's a risk, I want to talk to you. That's, that's an interesting thing we can talk about. Well, and, and if they've read the, the report that Julie McFarlane generated, they would know that for the most part, people don't self-represent out of choice. They self-represent out of necessity for the most part. So most of these people are never going to hire them to be a lawyer anyway. So it's a choice between providing some guidance at a nominal fee and them managing on their own with no guidance at all. It's, it's not likely that the people that would register for this, I would guess, are the kind of people that would show up at our office or your office for $5,000 retainer to, uh, or even say $2,500 retainer to run a divorce through. Right. I think that's what we would expect. You know, people, uh, you know, I think I'm going to charge a $50 fee. Um, and I think that people can come up with that. Um, and if not, you know, maybe shoot me an email or, or we can talk about that when you register. But 
uh, in reality, it's it, there's this thing about buy-in that I think is important, right? So uh, for people to attend something like this, I don't want them to waste their time. I don't want them to waste my time. And I think that some nominal fee to have a buy-in is important. Uh, so that they're going to cap realize that this has a value um, and they're going to be able to capitalize on it better. So I think that's important. So, um, so I don't want to steal your thunder, but for somebody that hasn't actually started their own divorce, what are some of the things that make it difficult in your experience? What are some of the things that, even if the divorce isn't being argued about, that a person who's not a lawyer would find uh, frustrating or daunting? Uh, isn't it, it, don't you just fill out a form and file it with the clerk and, clerk and you get divorced? Yeah, there is, hold on, I'm trying to count. You know, there's a lot of forms to get a divorce. And uh, yeah, I guess if there's no disagreements, uh, you can jump through those hoops and, and fill out those forms. But the, the hard part is, okay, well, where do you even start? What form? Where do you find it? Uh, so let's say you don't know. So you go down to the clerks and the clerks tell you, yeah, look, you know, here's the forms that you do. And you say, oh, okay, well, how do I get them? How do I print them off? What do I put here? Uh, what about the data separation? Was it when I moved into the basement or was it when I moved out of the house? Uh, and all of a sudden that clerk has got to say to you, I can't give you legal advice. I gave you the form. Now what? So now you got to go look, oh, okay, well, can somebody else help me? Um, you know, maybe go find a limited scope lawyer or maybe somebody can give you some direction on how to fill those forms out. Um, and then you realize, oh, okay, well, I got it filled out. Take it back to the clerk. Now she wants $260 to file this thing. Uh, so it's filed. Well, now what do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe you stumble across the fact somehow, somewhere, you got to serve this. Well, then yeah. who serves it? How do you serve it? And and what does that mean? You know. So and that's just the first very basic few steps to to figure that out on your own is going to be a struggle for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's even for lawyers. I know I had to do an amended divorce judgment last week because mm-hmm. after we filed the statement of claim we found out that the name that my client used on her marriage certificate was different than the name that she uses. Mm-hmm. Now it's a little bit unusual, but not that unusual. Um, so, you know, uh, I generally recommend getting a marriage certificate before you start the divorce, which is not a church certificate. It's a government issued certificate so that you can look at the names and make sure they're the same, exactly the same. Otherwise, the clerk's going to reject you later, and you're going to have to deal with another complication, which is asking the court to amend what's called your style of cause. So, you know, just that, this is, this is simple step one. Who is yeah. the plaintiff? Who is the defendant? And there can be complications with that. So that first initial rudimentary step, there's something to explain to people that would make their life easier to run the divorce through. Wouldn't, have you dealt with that? Would that seem to be a reasonable statement? Gosh, yeah, geez. I mean, I, yeah, I had one I had to amend just last month, I think, because uh, the style of cause didn't match the, the marriage certificate. Yeah, so it's every little thing like that. And, and you know what, to us, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, that's too bad. We'll just go get that and we'll amend it. It's not a big deal. But if you don't know how to amend it, well, now you've, you've, you've fought so hard, you've made it so far, and it's been such a pain. You're back and forth to the courthouse, and back and forth all over the place, and now you've got to do this extra thing that you didn't expect. And 
you know, it could be, a, yeah, that's frustrating. So that's what we want to fix. We want to make it so people can get through that and be able to deal with it and do it and not have those complications. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that sounds interesting. Um, uh, you know, it, it, I used to be the access to justice chair for Law Society of Alberta. And, and one of the things that I've always sort of complained about is the inertia in the profession to try something different. Um, we really like doing things the way we did it in 1684. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I think this is a cool idea, right? I mean, Time will tell, we'll find out, I suppose, if people are receptive to it. Um, if there are criticisms, we'll look at that. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, no, I think it's an interesting idea. I think it's a timely idea. Um, you know, we've talked about difficulty with justice generally, and this is sort of a small step to help people deal with that, I think. So it's cool. Cool. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's a, a step in the right direction to guess, change our industry, even just that little bit where people can help themselves a little more. Yeah. Like one of the things that strikes me, you know, you comment on these other lawyers that are going, oh, well, why would we give our secrets away? You know, we're losing business. And, and it, I can't help but kind of draw parallels. And I've done this in some articles I've written between Walmart and uh, Neiman Marcus, for example. Right. Neiman Mark is a very high-end uh, department store in the United States. And their demographic are people that make $100,000 a year or more. Walmart's demographic is everybody. And so for somebody to say, why would you start a Walmart when you're selling things way cheaper than you could sell them at Neiman Marcus? Well, 90% of the population is never going to go into Neiman Marcus. And so if, if you can capture a part of the market which is a need for legal assistance through your webinar at a $50 cost now and again. Um, I'm not saying you're the Walmart of lawyers. That's not no. at all. But the idea is you're, you're potentially addressing a demographic that largely gets ignored by our profession yeah. um, at their own loss. Yeah. Um, so uh, I think it's an interesting kind of an experiment. I look forward to see how it kind of goes. And you know what, it's not, let's, let's talk about that for a second. It's not just the loss of the litigants, you know, I mean, there's the loss to their kids, uh, the cost to their family as a whole. There's a cost to taxpayers uh, where these people are floundering in our legal system and it costs all sorts of money to try and get people through and put them to the next court date and let's set a conference and deal with that. And, um, you know, the costs are all over the place. So if we can create some efficiencies and help some people to navigate, yeah, good for so many people, for sure. Yeah, you know, I mean, even just the, you know, even the social uh, services that are available, uh, uh, you know, counseling and, and whatever, um, hopefully this will take conflict down, reduce conflict, reduce issues. So, you know, ease the burden there too. It could be all around, right? That's neat, that's neat. Yeah, it's kind of a cool idea, I'm excited for it. And again, July 28th, 2020, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. I'll flash this thing kind of in a few minutes again just to uh, let people uh, see it. It's on your Facebook page, Tyler Scott Pollock. If you look that up, it should pop up. Do we and have this on our, uh, our, our firm's Facebook page? Uh, I don't think we have it on our website. 
I should do that. Yeah, we should do that. Probably in our news and uh, yeah, I can't remember what we call that part of the website. Natterings. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Legal yeah. babbling or something <laughs> like that. That would be a good name for it, maybe. Um, or maybe, you know, what I could do is I can put a graphic up uh, uh, when we post our uh, Facebook. Um, yeah. Or not our Facebook, our, our YouTube. YouTube video today and uh, give people a chance. Um, so, so you say this is the first of five? Yeah, five. That's right. Yeah. So the how to get your own divorce. And so that's going to cover a lot of forms. It's going to cover a lot of, um, uh, you know, steps that you have to take to actually process a divorce. It's not going to get into a ton about dispute you might have over issues like parenting, child support, spousal support, or division of property. And the reason, and we'll touch on it, but the reason it's not going to get in depth on any of those are because those are my other webinars or seminars. Uh, and so if you've got an issue about how are we going to divide up this property or debt or whatever, uh, you should probably go take that seminar. And because and, we can't spend 10 hours at once, uh, let's do two here and two there and get you moving along in the right direction. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, yeah, I'm, 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 uh, I'm quite excited to see how this works out for you. For us, yeah. I guess. I'm doing it through our phone. And if it uh, motivates other lawyers to do similar things, I don't think that's a bad thing. Well, that'd be great. And if there's any lawyers out there who would be interested in hosting these with me or for me or whatever, I've got, uh, yeah, I've, I kind of have a bit of a setup and I'd love to partner with other people. In fact, I've thought about uh, there might be some value in bringing in uh, some other experts, I guess, maybe a parenting expert, something like that if, uh, to deal with that end of stuff. Um, so might, you know, even just for a few minutes during the, the webinar or seminar. So we, it might be something that I expand into at some point. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. And uh, you're using like a Zoom to do yeah, that? Yeah, I'm going to use Zoom. Yeah, it's, uh, I've got, uh, we, yeah, I have this subscription. So it's, we're able to have a lot of people and I like the way it's organized and there's other services, but I, I like the way that Zoom's organized. So that's how we're going to do it. So it's as simple as registering. I'll email you the link You click on the link, maybe do it about 10 minutes early because if you don't already use Zoom, it's going to have you download it and log in so it takes maybe a few minutes yeah yeah it's interesting my uh my son had a virtual graduation yesterday as you know yeah. and graduated uh <clears throat> university of new brunswick their education program and it was a virtual graduation they had 110 participants and it was kind of cool it was unfortunate that um uh, you couldn't be there in person but the students all were on zoom at the same time as their professors and teachers. Yeah. And it was kind of cool. So uh, while there are certainly limitations to this uh, medium, it does provide some opportunities like your seminar. And, and you know, and it's fortuitous that we came up with this or that you've done this because the original idea for today's podcast, we talked about this. Initially it was, what's, what's, what's your favorite legal movie, right? Um, and then that degenerated, and I don't remember if we had a drink or two, but it degenerated into the concept for a movie, which was inventing a time machine. And instead of using it for the good of humanity, you know, go back and, you know, kill Hitler or something. We had decided the only use that we would have for this time machine was to go back in time to see what historical figures or celebrities who are now dead, we would fight. <laughs> <laughs> Not thought, that we're promoting the violence, just 
for the comedy no, it's, sake. It, it was a movie. It was an idea. Yeah. So, you know, you could go back and fight Gandhi or Napoleon or... I, don't I think know. Napoleon I might be able to take. He was a little guy, right? He was a commander, but I think... Yeah, I think he seemed like a bit of a punk. Yeah, maybe he's right? a punk. Yeah, yeah a little man syndrome, maybe. Right. So I don't know. I think I might have had a shot. Not that I'm a big guy. <laughs> maybe Napoleon. I don't know. We'd have, I don't think I want to fight Stalin. He seems like he was a tough guy, but he was also a dirty guy. Yeah, I'm not saying so, Stalin. No, I don't think so. He's the kind so. of guy that would pull a foreign object from his belt or something. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't think it'd be a fair fight. <laughs> this is a good movie idea. Someone's going to steal it from us now. I know. Now that we've put it out there, yeah. next thing you know, Brad Pitt <laughs> plays the wandering time traveler. Him and Keanu Reeves. I think those are the, that's the casting. The right? two so of them, got, yeah. You know, uh, so you got the kind of wry humor of Brad Pitt with this sort of, despotic uh, danger of Keanu Reeves uh, right. uh, a la what's his series is doing right now uh, John Wick yeah John Wick that's exactly yeah. John Wick going back in time to fight <laughs> mm, Socrates <laughs> right. I'll show you the forms maybe um, uh, what's his name Cameron Crowe he seems to like yeah. to throw down a little bit Maybe Cameron Crowe and Keanu Reeves, they, they go back and, and beat up historical figures. There you go. Or maybe they could have like a, they could have like a podcast or like a YouTube where people give in suggestions and, and you say, where do you want me to go and who do you want me to beat up? And, and sometimes they get beat up. Sometimes, you know, they're like, That's oh, the risk. Yeah. Yeah, I got my ass kicked by Hitler last week. It was a little embarrassing. <laughs> Little humor oh, towards the close okay. of uh, our podcast. So again, okay. let me let me share this page one more time. For people, if they got a pen or a pencil handy, they can make note of this and uh, do a screen capture. Maybe that'll work better. Do that. There you go. Wednesday. No, sorry. Whatever day of the week it is, July twenty eighth, twenty twenty, six p.m. to eight p.m. I know you see webinar and you think Wednesday, but it's not that really. That is what I thought, but I don't think it is a Wednesday. I don't think so. What day is it? It is, in fact, 28th of July. It's a Tuesday. But I can tell you this. Uh, my wife and I are expecting a new baby. Uh, the baby will come uh, before oh, this date, so I will be particularly tired that evening, but oh, yeah. I will be pumped about this. How exciting is that? Very exciting. Yeah, very exciting. So is everyone excited about this, too? Does he have uh, yeah, an idea what's is, going on? Uh, he does not have, no, he does not know what's going on. We talk about a baby. We talk about a baby coming home, living with us. Uh, we let him know it's in mommy's tummy. He's not really sure if it's in my tummy or mom's, although it should be evident. Mom's getting a little bigger. So Is she? Is she Tyler? Is she getting bigger? Should we tell the know, world that Tiana is getting huge? Is that kind of what you're trying to say? That's a part of being pregnant. I don't, this shouldn't shock anybody. So he hasn't said, I'd rather have a puppy or something like that? No, didn't. No, nothing like that. He's pretty excited about a baby. I just don't know that he appreciates what it means. He's going to have to start getting up and helping feed in the middle of the night. Oh, well, yeah. I mean. Burping and diaper changing. He's almost a year old, isn't he? He's almost two. He can start. Almost out. two. Oh, yeah. my God. Not coming all that fast. I haven't seen him in a long time. 
it's been a while while well, this whole COVID really dampened the whole thing. Yeah, I got to bring by the office and he can tell me himself how he liked my Lucky Charms. <laughs> That's right. I introduced his son to Lucky Charms. <clears throat> he loves he's, them. Yeah. He's never had sugary breakfast cereal. It was up to me to corrupt this young lad. And loves now it. he seems to quite enjoy it. So uh, next awesome. next week, maybe I'll get him some Coke Puffs. I don't know. <laughs> See how that goes. Keep them all sugared up. So again, uh, look at uh, our Facebook, Tyler Pollock or HDP, Harvey Dunbuck Pollock. Uh, you can go to our webpage, uh, today's uh, podcast. And I'll probably put this on our YouTube as a, I'll put the details uh, as the uh, graphic for our YouTube that will hopefully be up sometime tomorrow. That's perfect. So uh, any other plans for the weekend before we sign off? I, I, my clients will probably know I'm a little bit behind on things. I'm going to be working this weekend, catching up and, uh, what else? Uh, that's really it. Yeah. We're going to have some rain this weekend. So it's a good weekend to put in a few extra hours. How about you? Um, I am golfing tomorrow, okay. Hopefully um, early. but I will be working as well. I got a lot of stuff. I was in, uh, CBA meetings, both, uh, Wednesday and Thursday. And then, watched my son's virtual grad for two hours yesterday. So yeah, I need to uh, catch up on a few things and uh, take care of business. Other than that, uh, do some house cleaning and good. You got it. So uh, until uh, next week, have a good weekend, Tyler. Goodbye. Anybody who's watching, we will uh, talk to you later. Bye now. Cheers, everybody. Ciao.